today we get to the bottom of Tyra's obsession with Mia Farrow from Rosemary's Baby with my Midwest sister, Jada Essence Hall. We chat with Jada about the runway lessons the girls get from Miss J and how she would handle strutting it alongside the runway legend. We get Jada's hot takes on Cassandra's hair makeover and what she thinks of Sarah and Kim's top model romance. And we discuss how Jada would react to running from Miss J in an iconic green screen photo shoot. Don't go looking around too far now, everyone. Jada and I got exactly what you're looking for right here. So stay tuned. Forever. Are top model fans born or made? Hey, I'm Shea Coulee, and welcome to Wanna Be On Top, a podcast where I explore the cultural phenomenon that launched a thousand smizes. As always, I'm joined by insatiable power bottom and top model expert Maxwell Esposito. Hey, baby, how you doing? I am doing well. The winter, it's winter time. We are getting into the Christmas spirit this time. I'm I'm going to the mall the same amount of time. So really it's not that much different for me. But um mm-hmm. how are you doing? What's going on with you? Well, I am currently on the Murray and Peter a drag queen Christmas tour. So um, you know, I am Enjoying getting back into the tour life with uh, my Drag Race sisters, being on the tour bus, living that tour life. What a fantasy. I mean. Yes, every day is Grinchmas on tour over here. So I've been having a blast. (laughs) I love Grinchmas. Well, let's get into like the Grinchmas spirit of post-makeover day because we have a very exciting episode to get into today in top model history. I know that you've had a lot to say on this episode because, so like I said, we just wrapped up makeover day and in the top model house, the girls are getting more comfortable with one another. And we have some things to discuss. We have a runway lesson with Miss J. We have a little love interest in the house and we have this post makeover drama and a hilarious photo shoot as well. So Let's let's talk about Cassandra's hair. Like, I know that you are obsessed with Cassandra's hair. We just <laughs> talked about Makeover Day, and she did not get the Mia Farrow <laughs> Rose Mary's baby this short haircut. I mean, I feel like, honestly, we, you just need to post a selfie on the Instagram page right now because your haircut is what Tyra wanted for Cassandra. That's Ooh. it. That's Rosemary's baby boots. That's it. Like, you you clearly understand the assignment. You get it. You know. Um, you know? I mean, what would you have done? I mean, we're, you know, we don't have long, beautiful hair like that. But what would you do if Tyra had done that to you? I do have cut- long, beautiful hair. It's just all hanging up in a closet in another room. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. But yes. you know what I mean. 50 inches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, look, like, did she, was she being irrational or is she, you know, what is she? She is a white beauty queen from Texas. Like, I don't know what 
they expected from her. Like, naturally, her hair is going to be her security blanket. So... It was I, long, too. It was long. It was really long. Here's the thing. Um, security blankets are hard to remove. Uh, like, <laughs> this is something that, that... Okay, so my older sister, Michelle, in her mid-30s, still has her baby blanket. Like, she still has it. And it is literally, I kid you not, Maxwell, like, basically deteriorated into what looks like um, artificial spider web. <laughs> it's like, it's literally with her down to nothing. And she tucks it inside of her pillowcase because, like, she just does not want to get rid of that little security blanket that she's had her entire her entire life. So, you know, people build attachments to things. And I feel like hair can be, you know, for some, just as intense of an attachment. So it makes sense that she would be really shocked and not want to cut off her hair. Even though, even though I think Rosemary's baby, that haircut, would have looked great on her. Top model facts. I honestly thought she looked really cute. It was very upset that upsetting to me that she was so upset about this haircut. Cause oh, it still could have been shorter, and it should have been shorter. Oh, Tyra no, was it, right. It could have and should have, but I thought it was not like a bad look. I think Tyra was actually kind of on the nose when she was like, "Not a lot of people could carry that look, and you can." So she does have that face for it. She does have that very like she had that like elfish kind of nose that kind of like you know like the tip kind of points up a little bit. Like it would have worked. Really well we also get another runway lesson this cycle. Um, are there anybody from this cycle you thought was truly like the runway diva? I'm going to say like uh, f- from the top, I'm going to put my money on Nick. I felt like Nick had a nice walk. Um, I think Brie did really great. As I, well. Okay, so here's the thing. I was gonna say I was like Brie's walk for me is not one that would really get you booked that much on runway, but I loved it because it was her. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about this a little later. But Sue <laughs> Wong thought she was bookable. I, I also, before I knew what Brie runway looked like, I always just envisioned Brie from this top model. That was just <laughs> like who when I read her name, this is just who I pictured was Brie. From Top Model. Even though I know they're not the same people, but that was just what my brain did. You know when you don't have a face to put to a famous person's name? Yeah. You just see people talking about it? Well, now I want to see Brie from Top Model go as Brie Runway for Halloween. Like, I want her to throw on a blue lace front and some big sunglasses and just, like, shake that ass and go for it. I would... We should hit her up. DM her. <laughs> yes. We're about to get into those DMs and be like, Brie, what's up? Okay, and then speak. Uh, we're talking about icons here. Do we have to talk about Kim? Because Kim is, you know, our openly lesbian, androgynous, um, care, you know, participant this season, and she mm-hmm. has a crush on Sarah. Her and mm-hmm. Sarah had that makeout in the car. In this episode, things get a little heavier. Like, do we think Kim is a gay icon? What's tea? <laughs> yeah, Kim is absolutely a gay icon. Can you say? Legendary. She came in here and she was like, I'm going to start hooking up with you girls, so watch out. She did that. And she was like, and I'm in an open relationship. Yep. And she, and like, Sarah was like really smitten 
with Cam. Like, Sarah caught feelings. Like, it wasn't just like, I'm going to make out with my girl. We're going to have fun at this party. Like, Sarah caught some feelings, and it was kind of obvious. Yeah, and her her boyfriend at home was not happy when she was like, by the way, I may have made out with a girl. And he was like, I'm And I wasn't there? Yeah. (laughs) He was like, I'm hanging up on you. She's like, you know I don't swing that way. And I was like, baby, I don't don't know. know. You you done already swung, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and you hit a home run on camera. Baby girl. (laughs) Do we have any other relationships that bud in the, in future cycles? Like this? I'm trying to think. I mean, because there has to... Because hmm. this was juicy. I mean, this was really good. It I mean... really was. And it had everybody talking, you know? Well, they were all very young and impressionable. And I don't think they understood what open relationship meant. Mm-mm. Which I think was obviously the big issue. I think that was the bigger issue for them. Maybe not necessarily that they were... I think... It was both, honestly. They were probably like, well, this is weird because you're girls, but she also was a girlfriend. Yeah, I I guess, you know, I feel like we are modern uh, queer individuals who, like, it's like open relationships are the norm, <laughs> like, these days. It yes. feels like more so than not. Yes. So it's interesting to look back and think about how shocking hearing that was when, you know, so many people were used to subscribing to heteronormative monogamous relationship structures. Yes. Well, we have a, a nightmare of a photo shoot to talk about too. I just want to touch on this. Miss J being green screened on as the fashion police. I mean, is this the fashion? No, she fit? won't. No, wait, what she, wait, what? No, wait, was she the fashion police or like the fashion witch or? It was like a fashion ghost. Yeah. She ghost, was supposed to be. Ghost, witch, some ghoul, sort of... goblin. Something that entity, make... <laughs> yeah, something. So we knew that there was a mistake. Those girls were doing the don'ts, and Miss J was here to get them. Have you ever run on a treadmill like that for a photo shoot? Like, have you ever had to do a simulation sort of thing like that? No, because I've learned how to fake run and walk, um, for a photo shoot without having to get on a treadmill. You hear that like, why would you be doing? Yeah, it's like a treadmill is really like impractical because the amount of like kind of like movement that's going on, it's like hard to like maintain focus. So it's like mostly if you're trying to look like you're walking, is like you literally just rock back and forth on your feet so that it literally just like looks like you like take a step as if you're walking forward and then you just rock back on your foot so that you don't travel and like the photographer can just kind of like keep focus on you so i don't know how practical getting on a treadmill really is in this situation well that is something barbazon definitely did not ever teach me so i'm so (laughs) glad i learned that from you right now top model facts but you want to know what i learned that from australia's next top model and that was a very good lesson i was like hey wow oh my gosh Top model fat. <laughs> All right. Well, look, we just can't keep you guys waiting anymore. I am super excited about today's episode because we spoke about Kim being a gay icon, but I feel like we really, really need to talk about the fact that our guest for today is none other 
been my season 12 sister all the way from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We have the one, the only winner of RuPaul's Drag Race, Jada Essence Hall. I am so excited. So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Today, we will be chatting about episode three of Cycle 5, The Girl Who Comes with a Disclaimer. This episode gives us all sorts of top model drama, and I am so excited to get into it with our guest today. Our guest is very familiar with stomping down the runway, looking fierce, and serving you all the different hairstyles. I uh, am so pumped to welcome to the show my sister, the essence of of beauty, the one, the only winner of RuPaul's Drag Race season 12, Jada Essence Hall. Pew, 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 you know, it's two things I love. Well, it's three things. You know, I love you. I, you know, I love cross dressing, and I love top model, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what a yes. great list! Yeah, you know, it's like literally. I feel like top model is the roots of like where I first started to like super love reality TV, and then now it's like full circle moment that I'm a part of reality TV. So <laughs> it Hello. makes perfect sense. Okay, now what was the first? Um, cycle of Top Model that you watched um, on the air? I remember specifically, I watched parts of season one, but I really didn't really get all the way into it and really know what it was fully until like um, afterwards. And I remember even like stepping in the season, maybe like season one, like maybe like six episodes deep. So it was already like a lot of, I'd already missed a lot. But mm-hmm. then season two was when it really was set off, baby. Yes, Absolutely. yes. That was that that was the turning point for me. Now I watched um cycle mm-hmm. one every single episode because you know I was always watching UPN, I was watching Moesha yeah. and the Parkers. <laughs> so when they announced that Tyra was doing this show, I remember seeing the preview for Top Mom. I was like, I'm gonna be watching that because I just watched her in Life Size with Lindsay Lowen. It was all everything was aligning in yeah, that way. Right. So okay, so in cycle five. Okay, it is airing in September of 2005. So we want to know, um, please, for all of our listeners at home, explain to us what young Jada Essence Hall was wearing, listening uh, to, watching on TV, as well as Top Model. Like, paint the picture for us. Okay, y'all. So in 2005, I was in high school, and we were very upset with buying all white Air Force Ones. And then, yes. I, and that's what we did in our house. And we like customized them to match outfits. And maybe we would paint over the paint on top of the other paint that was over the other paint that was under paint. <laughs> so that we could get as much versatility out of the shoes. But then we also was wearing like extremely, maybe I would wear my pants in like a size 32, 34. <laughs> maybe. And right now my waist is like a 28. So like, I could only imagine why. I have no idea why I was wearing huge pants and like button-up shirts, but it was a style, you know, it was very the vibe. 
You were giving very Usher. The picture yeah. you painted for me yeah, so. is giving me middle school. I love it. The love. Yes. Oh, it's you know, the and there, it, what, what is it about high school and customizing your shoes? Because I feel like I did that same thing. was wearing the same thing and you wanted yours to be different. You wanted to be fresh. So you're like, okay, I'm going to paint these. Absolutely. I'm going to get some Sharpie. I'm going to do something. I'm going to put my name on it. Like, get some acrylic yeah. paints, you know, get, uh-huh. drag them through the mud a little bit. Well, no, back, right. then, you didn't, back then you didn't do the very L.A. thing. <laughs> you know, nowadays, baby, nowadays you buy the shoes dirty. Right. Right. Oh, that's, you, that blows my mind that people spend so much money on a pair of Gucci shoes. With Gucci shoes that with scu- are already <laughs> scuffed up. Look, I also feel like if you might, you might not have time to put in the work to get those shoes dirty. This, those shoes are sold to a very specific class of people, you know? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You might have time to ruin your shoes. Actual top models who are too busy running from runway to runway to actually allow their feet to come in contact uh, with Absolutely. Them. You're not. Were dirty denim jeans popping in 2005? Because that was also a moment. Y'all remember dirty denim jeans? Yeah. yeah. With the ripped remember. ones, Abercrombie and Fitch with the bleach stains. No, 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 no. The dirty denim. Like it was like it was a wash that looked it like looked it was like washed spot. in dirt. It was like it was like a brownish wash. <laughs> yeah, and yes. it was Because <laughs> I I was able to get a pair of dirty denim jeans and I really thought I was the coolest. I look, okay, this is the thing. When you see what's on trend. And I, I feel like now, even when I shop, I'm like, if these are not things that I feel like I would wear for a very long time, and I, th- I think about, like, trends now, that's what, like, helps decide what I spend money on. Because back in the days, baby, anything that was trending, you felt like you need to have it. Every mm-hmm. single mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. No matter what it was. Even if it was dirty pants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> even if you were like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just went out and I fed the livestock in these jeans. Right. Very simple life tea. Very Ed Hardy, simple life, like all of that. Like, I mean, but I actually think that the dirty denim jeans that I have were by Fubu. Okay, T. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. the love of the Fubu. times. Yeah. Okay, remember like the frosty jeans? Oh yes. Uh... Oh bitch. Oh. <laughs> jeans, just in general, like jeans just in general. Denim. I feel like denim really was such a huge thing at this time like like designer denim jeans like mm-hmm. it was really about your jeans wait you know? but even let me like even around the early thousands like you even think about it like the remember britney and justin showed up in all that denim okay. yes <laughs> absolutely oh my god we gosh. were obsessed with denim we really were we said this is the fabric of america Okay. The fabric of our lives. <laughs> the goddamn look. The touch, the feel, goddamn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cotton. Get, in t- denim get cotton. into it. Now I kind of really want to do a um, denim look. I kind of was thinking about the well, I have a denim look. Oh, yeah, I have a denim look. I feel like See. if I were to do a denim look, I would do like um a 1950s like Dior strapless kind of cocktail gown that with like a big oh, cupcake yeah. skirt. Uh, and then see if oh, they could like maybe like bleach like a 
gingham or like plaid pattern like at mm-hmm. the bottom that like faded up to the top like where it's like a white plaid looking and it just like faded up to the top just to look like a little 1950s like summer dress that you think yes. like Dorothy Dandridge would wear. So- yeah, I, I love where you're going with this. I love where you're going this with this. This is a moment. All right. So what, all those people out there, do not steal this, y'all. <laughs> right? You know, we have the documentation. We have it. We have, we have where it came from first. We have the source. We have the light. We and I have the timestamps. I have the timestamps. Yes. Hello. Um, so, so Jado, this is the runway special. And I want to know, when was the first time you put on your first pair of heels and started strutting around your place? Okay, I I was like younger and it was not mine. It was my mother's shoes and they were not even, baby, they were not even that glamorous as the pump. It was one of those (laughs) wicker basket wedges. Yeah, but that started, that's that's where a lot of people started. That was a training wheel. Yes, on a wedge. I was probably like, maybe like 13. Yeah. Oh, I love it. You were like, I was young. Like, I, I think I started um, tiptoeing in my mom's heels like around nine. Oh, yeah. Because they were a little, they were a little big at the time, but I still was just all like, that's okay. What did I do? Oh, I put socks in the front. I would put oh. like I would roll up a sock and put it in the toe of the pump, and then I would put my foot in there so that my heel wouldn't slip out the back, and I would still rock those those pumps. And you, 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 you were destined to be a drag I, baby. <laughs> I Rigatry. wanted it. I wanted it. This is not a joke for me. This is my life. <laughs> from the jump, from a child. Okay. I said, this is serious business. Um, yeah. Because I was just like, you know, just trying to prepare for one day when I would have to, you know, strut and do shows and whatnot. Now, um, are you a fan of Miss J, Miss J Runway Extraordinaire? Absolutely, baby. I feel like there is nothing better in the world than a beautiful pair of like shiny legs. Uh-huh. Punching down the runway, baby. Beautiful, strong black legs <laughs> yes. and all types of shoes, baby. And Jay, and you know what I was even thinking about with this episode, the way the flowers have been blooming thus far, season five, you know, very. Yes. She's a trendsetter. Yes, she is. And she would hand sew and make all of those herself. Baby, all those flowers. Yes. And the, and the ruffles and all that. She would just sew all of those by hand. She make the com- them. The commitment. The commitment to the look. Okay. Well, speaking of Miss J, let's get in to this runway lesson because the girls this cycle get a pretty wild lesson from Miss J in runway walking. Um, after being tormented at the salon the episode before, the girls get <laughs> some Tyra mail. You know they did. Tortured. <laughs> They get a Tyra mail that reads, get ready to swim with the sharks. Be ready at 10 a.m. So the models are rushed off to some Lux house in Los Angeles where they meet Miss J for their first runway lesson of the cycle. Miss J says, you never know what terrain you will be walking on, whether it be grass, gravel, water, and you need to be prepared for everything. Miss J asked the girls to do their best runway walk. Then they're asked to wear some accessories and do the walk again with some personality. Now let's talk about some of the standouts during this lesson. Okay, so for me, Cassandra, who is our 
poor diva with the wrong haircut, our 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 beauty oh, queen. Oh, very sad, Cassandra. I know, poor little Cassandra. She is only giving pageant in this walk, and Miss J keeps yelling at her, saying that she's giving pageant in the walk, oh, even with the accessories. Oh, she was fed up, honey. Was she? Was she went? Oh, just give it a break or whatever. She, <laughs> she said, she said, y'all are not gonna put, she said, she felt like it was very driver. She said, y'all are not gonna put me in that box. <laughs> y'all will not label me a pageant queen. No, you won't. Right. They were really trying. She said, I will not. Mm-mm. She tried to break out of, she tried to break the mold, but unfortunately she could not. She so, said, y'all already cut my hair. You already she was cut trying my hair. To, she, was, she was really trying to hold on to that thing, but I'm like, baby, it's top model. Mm-hmm. And it, it was it, I mean, very like what Drag Race gives us five seasons in five cycles in, baby. If you're not with what's going to be happening five cycles in, why did you even apply? Exactly. Well, exactly. To be, <clears throat> to be fair, at this time, Tyra was spitting them out every six months. So mm-hmm. when we spoke with Kina, oh, yeah. she said that she had never even seen cycle three. And that wasn't even, it was like airing while they were taping it because she was going to be the first black girl to win. And um, she wasn't because Eva beat her to it. Damn. Mm-mm. Cause she was like, oh, that's gonna be this. She's like, that's gonna wow. be so mm-hmm. over overlapping, laying the home. But I because I kind of that's what I'm like. I remember when I'm like, unless I unless the years were stretched, it felt like top model would just come on all the time. hmm You know, it was just like they were getting those green lights left and right for those seasons. Green they light. Cycle four aired in March of 2005 and cycle six. Sorry, Cycle 4 aired in two th- March of 2005, and Cycle 6 aired in September of 2005. Wow. Okay, because if you think about the, the, the just even the in-between, so it started in September, so if it started in, Cycle 4 started in March, then mm-hmm. that means it was done in, like, June, so that literally just gives you July, August, okay. two months before the next season is out. Like, damn. Maybe they said we have the space. We're gonna use. It. <laughs> we have, we have the equipment. We're gonna use it, baby. Um. So okay, back back to the walks. How do how do we feel about Lisa? Because it seemed that Lisa was not focused on her walk. Okay, even with the hat, and Lisa comes off as a know it all, and the girls really were not feeling that. I, I just that's why I feel like this is my thing. I always like to shut my mouth and wait to see what happens. Because when you start giving out too much advice, baby, and then you can't rise up to the occasion, you just look really, really silly. So, yeah. I mean, she, I, I think, like, I think that Lisa is very fierce. And, I mean, obviously, we've seen the show before. So, I mean, I know how sickening she is and can be, honey. But this week, baby, that walk was not. <laughs> it was not was giving. Not, but see, I don't know where she, where her mind was, but it was not on that runway. I think that she was feeling uh, the confidence over how well she did at the photo shoot uh, the week prior out on the farm where they mm-hmm. had to do their, like, uh, dual pose-offs. Personality, because, yeah. Right. She was really giving it on that fence, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she really was. She was really giving it on the fence, and, and, and we love that. And I feel like it just kind of got a little bit to her head. But and the gag this-, this week she was off the fence and she was on the runway. And then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the terrains, as Jay said. <laughs> yes, absolutely. See, you got to be ready for ev- everything. Ever um, Okay, and l- l- let's talk about Sarah because she really cannot walk. 
to save her life. And Miss J is genuinely horrified at the walking that she displayed. I just feel like it does not feel like Sarah wanted to be there or was desperately confused about why she was there. Mm-hmm. It, she had no idea why she was there because like she would, when they asked about the walk, it didn't seem like it improved. It didn't seem like she was taking notes <laughs> that were given to her about how to improve this walk. It just felt very like she, and then what was it? Was, was it, was she really giving like the one foot that was just very like not going yeah. anywhere? Yeah. It's something wrong. Someone was wrong something with her hip off. alignment. Some was, yeah, it, it was, yeah. Like something in her body was not aligned because that was the walk of somebody that needed to go and see a chiropractor. And although the hips might not lie, baby, them feet was telling the truth. <laughs> baby, them, them feet was telling the hips don't lie. Wait, that's the truth and the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Never mind, y'all. That was stupid. Next. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was deep. Deeper than the ocean, if deeper you ask the, me. Deeper than the ocean. Okay, and then we also, we had Kim... Who Miss J said she walked like a puppet with no strings. And Miss J thinks that she isn't giving enough femininity. And it starts to bum him out. And she even says, You think someone like Miss J would have a better understanding of gender expression? Expression, yeah. I think that, it, I, I, honestly, I don't feel like it was really even a thing about identity. I think that the, the runway walk just suffered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was just, it just wasn't good. But also at the same time, I'm like, it's weird to see, like, how Kim was, like, very, like, forward about what, like, gender expression was and how that would be. And, like, now mm-hmm. here we are years later. Right. And it, and it's, it's like a full circle moment. But I think, um, I don't feel like she needed to necessarily be more feminine or more masculine in the walk. I just felt like the walk just needed to be more good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just Kim be just, more like, good. led too much with her chin. That's yeah. all. You know, she just kind of needed to pull that chin back because it, it was almost like she was a cast member in West Side Story and she was one of the Jets getting ready to come for you. You yeah, know? <laughs> like waiting yeah. just for her to break out into a snap with her friends and try and She was out of the game before the race even started. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That chin said... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Okay, so... After they have their runway lesson, the girls have their challenge where they're asked to walk for Sue Wong. Sue Sue is the designer of a very dramatic and glamorous evening wear line, and she tests the girls on their runway lesson by making them do a runway presentation. The girls must walk, stay in character, and at the end of the runway, they must hit their pose on a moving turnstile and all while wearing Sue Wong's most dramatic garments. So let's talk about these girls' performances because it was pretty clear that these girls did not get Miss J's lesson. Okay. Now, Lisa seemed to understand uh, the assignment. You know, she was able to look very glamorous. Um, Kim, she still lacked confidence in her walk, and she didn't like the feminine clothing, which... You know, I feel like as a model, it's up to you to try and interpret to to interpret to the best of your ability. Um, yeah, absolutely. Make, make it, it yours. Make it yours. <clears throat> now, Cassandra, she was very stiff. She's very contrived. Um, and she didn't really seem to like 
the runway or, you know, being a model. It's kind of mm-hmm. being, it's becoming very clear at this point that Cassandra is starting to check out. That she's like, this really ain't the tea for me. What she's, what she's giving me is very much like, um, this sounded like a fun idea. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, at this baby, at this point, you've already had the hair chops. You might as well, you might right. as well get in because it's already done. Now, okay, how do you think that you would do in this situation, uh, Jada? Does this feel like a complicated runway scenario for you? Um, I think absolutely not. Like, <laughs> right. being, like, in beautiful, glamorous clothes and being told to, like, work a character and get out on the middle of a moving platform while it spins and you look glamorous, baby. That sounds like the dream to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that sounds like a cakewalk. The girls seem really shook by a simple assignment. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and the, we've seen, even thus far in, like, to season five in uh, Top Model, we've seen a lot of wild, wild runways. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that runway was necessarily the wildest. Right. Like, be grateful that she didn't wind up being one of the girls that had to walk through those swinging pendulums. That were, oh, baby, knocking <laughs> left and right. The trauma. Left and right. Tyra, they, I remember one runway when I was fighting against punching bags. On the <laughs> <runway>. <laughs> right. She said, I remember when I did a Mario-themed runway show and had to overcome <laughs> obstacles the entire way. Bananas on the ground. All types of, uh, the but you know up. what? Let me tell you, banana peels are really slippery. I have actually legitimately slipped on a banana peel in my life. And it was like on the sidewalk, right? Like I was going to throw something away in a garbage can and somebody had clearly tried to throw a banana peel away, missed. And I feel like it had just kind of like started to break down. So it was just really gushy and mushy. And I stepped on that banana peel and bitch, I like right in the street. And I was, I remember being like, what the fuck? Because I was like, why did the ground just move from underneath me? And I looked and I saw that it was a banana peel. And I was like, wow. What's that song when she says she feel the earth move under her feet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel the earth move under my feet. That were, were was looking, me. Did you Very turn around you. and look for Mario? Were you like, where is Mario and Luigi right now? I was just really honestly like, it was just a moment for me where I was like, okay, so all the cartoons and everything like this does make sense. People can slip on banana peels. These hoes are slippery. But what are the odds? What are the <laughs> odds? That was the thing, too. I was just like, did this really just happen to me? You're right. Like, damn. Um, I, okay, so thinking in terms of this, uh, I feel like it would have been a really easy assignment. I just feel like the girls get real um, amped up and nervous whenever they have to go into any kind of uh, challenge. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it was Brie who won. Won. Because, uh, hello, little, our little petite, short little Brie. Um, because Sue Wong, she just really thought that she was uh, serving it. Um, were there any other, other standouts uh, from the contestants for you? Um, I always think that Nick has a great runway, but... Yes. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank that's you. just me personally. You know, <laughs> top model facts. She was supreme of season five for me, but same. But 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 I but I digress. Right. It was um, good that she still was able to enjoy the winning situation because she absolutely. deserved. 
Absolutely. She she went thousand percent did. Well, yeah, um, she got to enjoy that winning situation, which we Right. We, we love getting to it. We love getting to enjoy a winning situation. Well, I mean, we'll see if these go- we'll talk about it maybe after the break, but these girls, I don't know if they loved the winning situation they were in. <laughs> it was very much a situation. Yes. A, a situation. You know what? Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will chat more about this situation. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Okay, look, we got to talk about this situation. But before we do, can we get into Cassandra's hair? Um... (laughs) And no, 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 we have to talk about this prize because these girls get caviar and they were not having <laughs> the caviar. They were like, This is they because wasn't the prize like they were getting gonna send to dinner and then they yes. get to dinner and they were fed caviar and they were like, We are fucking hungry. <laughs> like, we're gonna put you in this beautiful gown, send you in a truck, and you're like, You're gonna have a night out on the town. I said, eating five different caviars, which none of them are <laughs> is a night out on the town for me personally. You know, they were really trying to show these girls around uh, an elite situation and be like, Just so you know, in these circles, people don't eat. Okay, so we would like to, we would like for you to try the, the uh, alb- albatross sin. <laughs> not the fan and, and everybody's just like <laughs> depressed those girls were probably so mad Tyra talks about food all the time on that show too she's like I she got really this ass from eating ribs and she sends us to eat caviar and, then, and my favorite thing was when Brie went um, what did she say Brie was like I'm trying my best to be really respectful right now, but I really just want to throw up. <laughs> I mean, gee, I look, okay, have you have you had caviar before? No, I don't really feel like that's going to be my jam. Uh, <laughs> I okay, I have never had caviar like like as a feature, I've had it yeah. on top of sushi before. Uh, that's about, that's about, that's about, that's. But okay, that's, but, but let's all agree on one very clear thing. That is never a main course. Yeah, that's like, that's not, yeah, it, it's a garnish. Not a I feel like it's a garnish. You throw it on top like you that's would, like. like on a date and say, mm, caviar, I don't care how much it costs. I'm going to be hungry and I'm going to have an attitude. That's like literally taking me on a date and be like, um, here, let's eat some, um, oh, what are those little things called that you put on like bagels with locks? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Those salty, briny little capers. Capers, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go and taste all these different types of capers. You're like, I'm like, hey, baby, a caper is not a meal. That's not I a do, meal. I don't want salty balls for my main course. I want it for <laughs> dessert. Tight salty balls, too. <laughs> tight, tight salty mm-hmm. balls, baby. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, damn. Like, that was- damn. So, okay, after the caviar date, 
the girls come back to some Tyra mail that reads, just because it's not seen doesn't mean it's not there. Be ready at 7 a.m. So let's back up really fast. Tyra wanted to give her a very dramatic makeover, and Tyra told Cassandra that she was not happy and that this was not the haircut that she wanted and that she needs to get the haircut that she asked for at the next photo shoot before Mm -hmm. the shoot. So Jay pulls Cassandra aside to tell her that she will be getting that extra inch taken out of her hair before shooting and she loses it. They were pushing (laughs) for the iconic. Tyra said, I want Mia Farrow and Rosemary's baby. That's what they were pushing for. And Jay tells her that she can't do the shoot if she doesn't have the look that the client wants. And she tells Jay that she's not ready to cut her hair. And Jay says that she needs to leave his set. And that's when she tells him that she has decided to leave the competition. Uh, baby, Bree tried to warn her. But she said, oh, I'm telling you, Bree that's- is a hey, baby. Bree <laughs> sat on the couch. She said, God gives us our first instinct. Don't go against it, baby. <laughs> she said, I kind of feel like, like she was just thinking, like, maybe I should just cut it. She's like, baby, maybe you should. Yeah. Maybe you should cut it. If you want to really, really want to be here. While reading a magazine, just like flipping through, being like, God. <laughs> God's it's God's but, first instinct. It, God it, gives you first instinct. Do not go against it. Like, you yeah. know, like <laughs> by the way, don't make a silly mistake, bitch. Like she said She said, Let me go home. Over that one inch. Over that one inch. It really like, would not already got the cut. It was already, already got the chop. Cut. Right? So just go for what they want, you know? It just, like, do it. Because it would have looked good. I, I was just saying be- before you hopped on, I was like, Maxwell is rocking the haircut that Tyra Banks wanted for Cassandra. And a little platinum, Rosemary's baby, Pixie would have been fierce on her. But then the thing is also, she was like, I'm going to leave and I'm going to go get extensions. And hopefully I'll be a Miss America. I said, babe, did you not see what happened when there was another girl on the same season with you who had just got inst- extensions and short hair like that? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do it if you want to. Those extensions <laughs> were she needed, a, she needed yeah. a wig. She needed a wig, not a yeah. not hair extension. Not hair extensions, but you but remember, like white girls didn't know about wigs then. at this we time. We didn't have big technology then. Understood. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, lace friends at this point were only available to Beyonce and Tyra. And Tyra. <laughs> I, was say, I, was like, I don't know how we can all sit here and be like, we didn't know about wigs then, as we watch Tyra. Tyra, clean <laughs> we wigs. Know. I didn't know. She talked about it all the time. She was pull on it all the time. Well, be she like, would talk about wig. wigs, so we thought that it was a leave out. We thought she had some leave out in the front. Oh. You know, we didn't realize that she was laced up. I thought it was a wig, not a wig. Yeah, because <laughs> right, everyone was doing the weaves and the extensions back then. Mm-hmm. We weren't, we weren't aware of the wig technology. Um, so okay, let's talk about this photo shoot. Um, the girls arrive to set and meet with Mr. J, to tells the girls that they will be doing a Hollywood special effects photo shoot and running down a 
moving runway. There will be a green screen and they will be running away from something that they don't know what it is. The models are styled in fashion don'ts and we find out that they are running away from the fashion police who is played by Miss <laughs> J, according to Tyra. The best photo of the week was JL. Okay. Damn. Okay. <clears throat> what do you feel about that? I think... Um... Okay, this was the photo shoot when they did the make, like the, uh, we're talking about, though, this is when they were running, when they were running, when they were running. Yeah. Maybe I'm like, about the episode, I'm thinking about the next episode, I'm thinking about the next episode, I'm thinking about the next episode. Okay, um, look at her run. Look at, I don't know if that was my favorite. No. And I don't, and I don't think, thinking back, I don't remember that being my favorite. But run, girl. This what is look. this outfit? What is this outfit? Well, I, oh my I, god! <laughs> I wish they had told us what exactly all their fashion faux pas were, because like but this, this just this just looks like a bad outfit. Whereas like Corinne was like over accessorized with her juicy couture tracksuit and cowboy hat, which was giving me Miss Toto vibes. But <laughs> that was left. apparently a fashion <laughs> don't. I'm what I'm what I'm gathering from looking at the fashions is that and these were and then this is funny that they're being chased by the fashion police but nobody said that they were being chased for bad looks yeah that was like supposed to be like great styling so (laughs) i'm glad we've come a long way and also what was with lisa Uh uh-uh because literally it was like nick went first and was like oh we're running on the treadmill and we have to do this in five inch five inch heels and nick was literally like in i mean not nick uh lisa was literally like in like uh in like ugg boots yeah (laughs) and i was like that's not fair (laughs) right they were like why don't you just run in the sensible flat um i mean maybe jl's faux pas was the shoes I mean, those are pretty faux policious, if you ask me. I would definitely not want to be seen in such a heel. And the the skinny jeans that they just cut off to make a capri above yeah, the I, knee. Those capris. I don't think I was ever a fan of those capris. Never. Never. I mean, but nowadays, if you give me some, maybe with like a um some rips in them, maybe. You know. That, you're wearing a jazz shoe? Yeah, it's like a very character heel like kind of situation. Rock. Girl, yeah, hello. Yeah, no. Velma in Chicago. With Velma shoe with denim. Yes. Well, the sequence too. I mean, this is all keeping with the mess. trim. Okay. Uh, next up, we have um, what's her name? Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, okay. Power so next walk. up, we have Kyle. Uh, <laughs> power walking. Yeah. Um. What do we think her faux pas is? Like, I just don't understand, like, what the fashion don'ts are on these. Uh, well, because there was so much wrong back then. There was so we much wrong. Know. And it <laughs> seems so very, like, current. Um, what we didn't was... know. That's, I mean, this Wait, is just enough. Doesn't Kyle have, like, a shorter neck? Yeah. Maybe, so maybe that's what it... it was. They put on the big necklace for her short neck. That's like Baby the fashion that- don't. Why are they? Is this their house? With no, this is green. Oh, it's is a mall. House? That's like also a mall. I don't know. 
It looks like a showroom. It definitely looks like. But a it also showroom. looks like their house. <laughs> yes, which also looks like a showroom. You're right. I mean, work. This... Um, let's just keep on rolling along. Right. The the you know it's baby oiled beautifully. Um, yeah. There's some great extension there. Um, <laughs> okay, so Nick. Um, Definitely uh, the best outfit, right? Maybe it's because I can't see it? the full thing. I don't know. They, don't they do know. another headscarf on her and a belt. I, um, I think the idea of the idea of the big hair, but then had no idea what to do with it. Jeez, <laughs> they said scarf it. <laughs> yeah, they said. None of us have even discussed how terrifying Miss J truly looks in all of these photos. I just can't even focus on Miss J because everything. Uh, honestly, I I had this conversation with Kim Chi like maybe a decade ago, and she said, "You want to know what is my least favorite um, photo shoot in all of America's Next Top Model? The one where the girls are running on a treadmill for Miss J." It she really- said. Yeah. That was the moment where I said, um, this is no longer about fashion. They're <laughs> <laughs> in LA, really, it's commercial now. It's commercial. But what are they selling? Uh, fashion don'ts. What, and then what, you're buying them in the well. Well, well Miss J's install from, looks from cute. I love Miss J's install. That's cute. Let's move to the last two because the yeah. last two photos of the week are the ones that definitely had a lot of storyline with them because it's Kim and Sarah. Do you think they were trying to push their lesbian love affair during this part? Like they were really, this was when the girls talked about it. Yeah. They, and then they were like, let's just make it tense and put you guys in the bottom two together so you can like, you know, cry and hold each other. Um, but, it, but what's gaggy is at this point, I feel like she was already checked out. <laughs> Sarah? Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, I was. Kim was like, yeah, we did that, but really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really like, I have to fix things with my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm going home to my partner. I don't care about the situation. And Sarah is literally having like a, a sexual identity crisis. Like, oh my God, I would never be with a girl, would I? I don't know. What I'm <laughs> and Kim is like, well, I'm done with that. I was like, you cannot just leave somebody off like that. I Damn. know. But, and the fact that she was like, before was like, I love straight girls. And then after Brie confronted her, she was kind of like, I totally regret that. That was such a mistake. Yeah, like, right. It's like, pick your demons, girl. Are you having fun? Yeah. Are you right? Upset? You said this was just fun. Well, then where's the fun? Right. Now it's getting serious. People's feelings are involved. People's feelings are getting hurt. Her boyfriend said, oh, well, just, well, I'll just say goodbye to you now, I guess. (laughs) Oh, oh. I will say, though, about this Sarah photo is this is definitely one of the few times in Top Model history where we saw what their photo was giving. You know, I feel like there's a lot of times where the bad photo, you're like, there had to be something better than this. But I really don't know if Sarah gave anything better than this. Uh, uh, when, when they said no. be natural and she grabbed the purse by the base of the two hands uh, <laughs> and put it behind her. I said, are you giving the bag away? <laughs> take it. Yeah, take my take bag. everything. She was like, spare me my life. 
<laughs> and then this Miss J face in the Sarah photo as well. I mean, this pose, this face. I mean, Miss J's it, hand is in front of her face. Like, she's not giving me... It looks like Miss J shot a fireball out of her hand and hit her in her back. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs it's to Photoshop that down. fireball. Bam. Yeah. She's right about to here. go. I'm yelling timber. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, they're all in the same spot, too. They're all running from Miss J in the exact same spot. Of like, this there's boutique. a few, and the, there's like a first few where it's like from the other side of the boutique. Like, well, maybe. Hold on, wait. Nope. Hold all on, these wait. are from the same spot. And nope, they see, no. look, see, look. Yeah. The, so JLs, <laughs> they switched it up. They said JLs, that would be a handbag. Yeah, mm-hmm. they said she gave angles from the beginning. <laughs> Jada, have you done a treadmill photo shoot sort of situation where you've had to like run in place on a treadmill like this? Uh, no, but I'm telling you this: I have had very several nights where I have been out and I've been very like I'm not gonna say drunk, but I have been out and been wild and it's been cold outside in the midwest baby and you gotta run to your car full speed and pumps on ice walk in the park baby yes you know especially you know in chicago um, in boys town baby there is nowhere to park mm-hmm. so if you drive you're gonna have a good three good three blocks before mm-hmm. you get to the park and you probably gonna have to sprint because it's probably gonna be a day where it's like twenty degrees out, and you're like, I gotta go cocktail. Yes, <laughs> so brave for driving your car out to the city like that. <laughs> you I know, park parking is a beast. Yeah. Chicago is home to the brave ones. That's what okay. they say. I don't know. Right. They don't say that, but we do now. We do now. Okay, it's Chicago, I, home to the brave ones. I like. I believe you. I believe and you. the realist. Yeah. If Shake <laughs> it's a goddamn thing. <laughs> right. It's a thing now. Um, okay, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk with Jada about what she's been up to. We'll be right back. chatting with my drag race sister jada essence hall now you may not know that jada and i go way back before our drag race days being midwest divas jada and i got to know each other years ago performing in different shows in chicago and milwaukee and as you now know, we love being nostalgic here at Wanna Be On Top. So I want to talk to you about some old drag memories, okay? Yeah. Uh, do you remember the first time that we met? I remember the first time we met, but I remember the first time I saw you more than I remember the first time that we met. And it was at Milwaukee Pride because y'all used to always come down to Pride. Well, not always, but... Yes. Felt like it, it to some of the girls, it felt like it was always a thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was at Milwaukee Pride, yeah. I I loved when I first met you and all the other girls from Chicago. I was like, oh my god, they are so cool. <laughs> I will never forget that first Milwaukee Pride and getting able to perform there. It was so cool because a I had just bought a new wig, 
And it was like <laughs> this. It was like, and I wore it on Drag Race. I wore this wig uh, for um, the season nine for the uh, faux fur runway. It was like this textured kind of like, you know, black girl with a fresh blowout kind yeah. of situation. And I performed uh, Nicki Minaj's uh, Anaconda. Oh, um, I remember that, the video from that. Oh my God, that was that was such a, a good ass time. And then I I think it was right, well, not right after, but we had done a holiday gig, not a holiday, Halloween gig at Lacage. Yes, and it was upstairs. Yes, and there was a picture of me, you, and Trixie. Yes. All together. <laughs> and I'm wearing the same outfit from Milwaukee Pride, but a different wig. <laughs> I, said, I was wearing like this busted like um bodysuit that I got from like one stop. And then I had this leather skirt. And I used to live for buying those black fishnets from the beauty supply store and layering yes. them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and Trixie looked like somebody's drunk auntie. I don't know what was going yeah, on. Um, the little like sequin, like that sequin jacket, jacket thing. Yes, and wow. the glasses and the brown hair and, and the brown hair, reddish brown. And baby, that wig was rotted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I look back at that stuff and I'm like, I remember though in those moments feeling the most absolute sickening. You couldn't tell us nothing. You could not tell me. And now I'm looking, and I'll look back at those pictures like, oh, baby, how delusional was I? <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it all about faking it till you make it? You got to tell yourself you gotta... it's real good right now. But the thing is, is that then it was real good. It's mm-hmm. just a change, you know. That's the only T. That's the only difference. Yes. And I mean... Now we've both had the opportunity to go on to uh, the fabulous show that we all mm-hmm. know and love. That is uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. And we both won during the same year. Pandemic. Uh, right? Pandemic. Um, uh, I mean, honestly, I was so happy and proud and just so excited for you when you won season 12 i was just all like yes bringing it home for the midwest you know because i'm like you know we midwest proud over here you know so we love to see our girls succeed and do well and you just crushed it uh and it was so well um like to even see like when i was like okay then they announced the cast of all stars and i was like Oh, baby, Miss Shay's coming to get hers. Miss <laughs> <laughs> coming to get her crown, baby. She said, I'm coming to get mine. She's coming to get hers. And maybe for those of you listening that don't realize, like, Milwaukee is really only, like, an hour away from Chicago. So, like, really to bounce back and forth between the two. I mean, it's, like, the closest metropolitan, queer-friendly city in the Midwest, like, yeah. next to Chicago. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, it's like basically, like, people in L.A. who drive to go do brunch gigs in, like, San Diego. Yeah. I mean, not San Diego, but... Um, Long Beach. Long Beach, yeah. Long, yeah. <laughs> San Diego, Yeah, you know, so it's, like, you get it, you get yeah. it. San Diego, you would definitely want and need an Airbnb for, but... <laughs> Orange County, you could do it. Orange County, Long Beach, in and out. You could take an Uber. Yeah. It'd be expensive. Yeah. But, yeah. You, know. you know, and so um, we actually, about what, two, gosh, it's crazy. That's already been two months. 
we took a vacation uh, to Puerto Vallarta. Can you believe that it's already been two months since we did that? That you, it, I mean, no, and yes, but it's, it's <laughs> because it feels like so much stuff has happened in between. But it's, but also, I'm like, that was one of the most beautiful experiences I have ever had in my entire life. And also, shout out to Tiger Lily in case if at any point we did not feel like it was the most sickening moment, she was going to remind us. Yes, <laughs> in paradise, honey. Like, uh, I, I'm like, how many vacations have I gone on with uh, Tiger Lily? I'm like, I'm more than I can count. I'm like, when it comes to traveling, I'm always like, okay, Tiger. Because, like, she is the <laughs> ultimate hype man. Like, you know, she just will, <laughs> yeah. like, always get the party going. And then she's always that girl that's, like, there to be like, and then if you want to have a heart-to-heart on vacation, like, I'm here to listen to you, yeah. too. <laughs> I know. I noticed in the back room, you were yes. having a breakdown and you don't seem like you want to talk about it with anyone. And I'm not going to pressure you to do that. But whenever you want to talk, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, I'm, that's kind of right. Yeah. I think I really uh, need so to go and talk to my girl. Then. Let me tell you then. What was your uh, guys' like, most wild experience? Like a story that is appropriate for our young listeners out there. Uh, what was like one of the most wildest experiences you guys had in Mexico? Because it looks fabulous. I kept up with all of you online. I was very <laughs> tuned in to your vacation. It looked like okay. there was lots of tequila, not a there lot was. of water, and a lot of sunshine. <laughs> there was a lot of water. We were swimming in it. Oh, oh my bad. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was lots oh. of pools. You know what was we literally two infinity pools, beautiful yes. pools. Um, but enough about the beautiful infinity pools. No, <laughs> and you know what was the craziest, craziest was when I left my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. We got toe my- up at Mantamar. Is that a club? <laughs> It's a beach club, like, where you go to the pool, but Ooh, the pool is on the beach, and so you just, like, day drink. I love a sexy and day so beach club. we were, we were j- 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 jamming, and I had some really cute Versace sunglasses that I bought to go on this vacation, which I left those, and I left one of my shoes. Wow. And literally, we, we get out of the Uber. I didn't even, not again, not even put any of this together, and we walk into the, the house. And I throw one of my shoes down and I get ready to throw the other one. I'm like, wait, where's my shoe? And then I look down and I'm like, wait, why barefoot? And I'm like, wait, I'm in the Uber like this. <laughs> because everybody else left us and it was like literally me and Shay. And it was pouring and rain. We were rushing out of the, like, we were rushing out of the beach club to run into the Uber and then ru- ride up the hill to the, it was crazy. And the next day we went back and they actually still had my shoe and my sunglasses. That's so I stayed for four service. hours. <laughs> 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 so we stayed for an additional four hours, honey. <laughs> uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. I'm like, we got to go back. PV was such yeah. a good uh, vacation moment. Didn't you get like engraved tequila bottles? <laughs> oh, we did. We got, oh my God, from our friend Chris at the, 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 the tequila store. He taught us how to do. Like a Dremel. Yes, he used the Dremel and like, look, baby, I wish that he would have at least used the stencil because his penmanship was not the tea. 
The bottles were so expensive when he took the dribble to it. I always would be like, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. I was like, not my bottle. Not I, like, bought this expensive bottle of tequila, and you just put chicken scratch on the side with your dribble. Wait, and then remember, um, and then remember one day, we were, like, drinking, and you were like, where did we get more tequila from? (laughs) And you did not until the next day that you drunk the expensive-ass bottle of tequila you brought to take home. Oh, no, it was it was um, our our good friend Jose who made the margaritas for everybody that they didn't drink out of the expensive tequila. We were like, wait. Oh, my God. We're like, wait, those margaritas that no one drank because we were already full was made with the expensive tequila <laughs> that we were saving to take home? We were like, damn. 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 Wow. Damn. We could we could just got a bottle of, like, Don or something. Right. Well, you know what? Next vacation. Next vacation. We got to start planning it. You know, not to get fully derailed, but I recently had the Kendall Jenner tequila and like, it's not good. Oh, tea. Wow. Because apparently she was snatching trophies. Apparently she was snatching trophies. I mean, I guess maybe I'm no tequila connoisseur or expert, but... I did not enjoy my tequila soda made with 818 tequila. So maybe that was where I went wrong. But Well, I think where you went wrong was getting a tequila soda. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Listen, I wasn't, Look, not, I I... wasn't at the Sexy Day Beach Club. <laughs> I was at a house well, party. I My options were limited. <laughs> Look, I if anything, it. just throw a splash of lemonade in there. Pro Okay, pro tip. Listen, there were a lot of hands. We're still, like, post-pandemic. I don't know if I want to just, like, go into people's fridges and take their lemons. Or no, lemon. lemonade. Or lemonade. I don't want to take any of their people's... I'm not touching people's stuff if it's not on the bar, basically. Well, <laughs> well ask for some lemonade next time. I will. Next, um, hey, where's the goddamn lemonade? Yeah. If you're going to have tequila, at least have some type of citrus. Soda? Mm. Or just a better tequila. Or oh, maybe or that. Let's just, well, damn. Luckily, it wasn't the hosts that provided it. Luckily, hosts, we're not sponsored by 816 Tequila. Or what is it? It's 818. 818 Tequila. Which is the zip well, thank, thank God you really are not sponsored by 816 Tequila, because then you wouldn't be getting it. <laughs> doesn't even exist. I would be interested in being <laughs> sponsored by Lisa Barlow's Tequila. But... Top shelf, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my but they gosh left what was that on season one she's like but they left a mess <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so that we provided the tequila that's it that's yeah and our tequila is top shelf yeah yeah so oh good old lisa barlow you guys are about to go on tour soon right or- we are we're about to be doing the marianne peter drag queen christmas, christmas. drag queens and christmas and Hanukkah. Fi- yeah. And, Kwan- and Kwanzaa. The and Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> Are you, know? you guys excited to tour together? Oh my God, <laughs> absolutely. Like, yes, I mean, I did um, the Christmas show together and it was the best time ever. And Girl, so we now. had such a. Because that was a long shoot day. That was a long shoot day. And we <laughs> had a. We had such a fun time. We that had a lot of day. sponsored or unsponsored uh, beverages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun, it was a long day, but it was a fun day. Yeah, so, oh, so much fun. I can't wait to take it on the road. French mask. 
Yeah. <laughs> from the long day and having to cut right before you had to go Girl, to the door. And I was just all like, it was nothing but like snot and boogers that I was breathing for hours. And I was just all like, oh, please, somebody just yell action so I can do this number and take this prosthetic off. And then they said lunch. I was like, there's a no way she can have lunch right now. <laughs> right. No I was just sitting in that cafeteria, man. <laughs> it was really, it was a good, it was like a good character study to get into the Grinch mood because I was so mad. <laughs> Honestly, sour as a plum. Sour about it. Like, I literally hit that stage to do the number and they were like, cut, lunch. And I was like, we can't do this for five more minutes just we so can't, I can can't do this. Ready? I'm in this big ass suit. We can't just like go for five more minutes. Because I'm ready to go. Put hey. me in go. Right. Hello. But union, you know, union. Union. Uh, union. <laughs> that is all the time we have for today. Jada, thank you so much for joining us. Did you have a good time? I had, you already know I had the best time. And I'm going to say this again. Thank y'all for having me. I finally was here. Yes. I've been wanting to be here forever. And if you ever need me again, all you got to do is ring up your number one bitch and I'm here for you, baby. Amen. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I Thank you. I believe and it and I receive it. Headphones will be charged. Hello. 100%. <laughs> all the way. And the cradle, too. And the cradle. <laughs> uh, please tell all of our listeners, Jada, where they can find you online. Oh, my God. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, if that's what you're using these days, uh, Snapchat and Twitter, baby. Everything is Jada E. Hall. So it's J-A-I-D-A, E as in essence, H-A-L-L, as in holidays. Bam. Thank you so (laughs) much for listening, everybody. And if you have any top model facts or questions for Maxwell and me, our guests, or you even just want to say hi, please send us an email to beontoppod at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe to Wanna Be On Top wherever you listen and make sure to rate and review the show. It helps us grow. I'm Shay Kula. And I'm Max Wasposito. And I'm Tammy Brown. I'm just kidding. I'm Jada. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And as always, the question remains, want to be on top? Want to be on top is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model or any of the show's creators, producers, or distributors. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. To listen to Wanna Be On Top, ad-free, and Monday early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Make sure to follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcasts on social and rate and review Wanna Be On Top five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yes, bitch, I said five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wanna Be On Top is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom, hosted by Shea Coulee, produced by Maxwell Esposito, editing and sound design by Will Pitts, executive produced by Willem Belli, Big Dipper, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 